Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What time of the day or night was it? This was about 9 a.m., Your Honor. On a weekday or a weekend or what? Uh, I don't recall with this, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it all blends, doesn't it? <laughs> they, they get blurry. I, I'd say it was a week. Just blends. This is the plaintiff, John Gundara. He says his neighbor, the defendant, is one rude guy. And he's had to put up with his obnoxious behavior for the last three years. One day, the defendant had his workers dig a trench on his property because he was erecting a fence. He told him he couldn't just trespass onto his property. The workers made a huge mess, and he's here suing his nasty neighbor for the 500 bucks it's going to cost him to clean up the defendant's mess. This is the defendant, Daniel Tynan. He says he was just being neighborly when he replaced the fence separating the two properties, and he was trying to make the plaintiff's side of the fence match his side. The stubborn plaintiff refused to listen to reason. He refuses to let him fix his side of the fence, and he refuses to pay him $500 to hire someone else to do it. He's accused of not mending fences. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Mr. Gandara, you have been neighbors with Mr. Tynan for how long? Uh, it will be three years in December. Okay. And what happened here? On about July 27th, Your Honor, I heard a noise through my bedroom window, and I looked outside and I saw somebody I didn't recognize in the yard. And I saw the defendant on the other side of the fence uh, giving instructions to this person. I immediately proceeded to go through the What backyard. time of the day or night was it? This was about 9 a.m., Your Honor. On a weekday or a weekend or what? Uh, I don't recall with this, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, it all blends, doesn't it? They <laughs> get blurry. I, I'd say it was a week. Just blends. Okay, so go on. And so I, I proceeded to go outside, and uh, I said, you know, what, what, you know, I basically asked what the heck was going on. You know, why are you guys in my yard? And the defendant said, oh, I thought you'd like how uh, it would look. 
And I told him, you know, that's not how things worked. He, you know, he didn't have authorization to be in my yard. I didn't know who was on my yard. And then we never had any prior discussions of him ever performing anything on my yard. And then when I got close to the fence, I realized he had dug a 25-foot-long trench about a foot wide on my side of the fence <laughs> uh, with rebar sticking out. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. What, uh, Mr. Tynan, what's going on? <laughs> well... You know, uh, little John has uh, kind of, uh, I think, dreams of grandeur. He, he thinks it's, it's, it's his yard, and he hopes someday to own this property. But this property is owned by a very large conglomerate. He rents this property. And besides renting this property, I've been here over 30 years, and I've worked with, this, with several different owners, and I've been with several different owners. And I actually ordered that fence to be put in years ago. And not just that, the fence is actually on this side of the property. It's on our property. And also, uh, I have permission from the owners to work on that property. So uh, this, this man, because like I said, he's, he's got this uh, Napoleon complex, and he feels that, that uh, it's an unused portion of his yard. So what I did is, is the fence that we put in years ago started, uh, the foundation started collapsing on this fence. So what I was gonna do is pour a curb, a pour curb that would support both sides of the fence and keep the fence so the fence could actually stay and not have to be replaced. And I'd have to maybe walk on two or three feet of his side to do this, where two or three feet on that side is our side, uh, but it, it would look better because it would finish that curb. It so would look better, it would be more secure for you, which is what you wanted. You wanted it to be secure. Actually, but what's the problem? Why can't you knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, this is my plan. I want it to look good on your side, but I also want it to be secure. Why can't you communicate? Why do you have to insult him six times oh, no, no, in your first paragraph? Yeah. Napoleon complex, yeah. little John. Yeah. I'm not getting it. Your is there Honor. some problem between you two? Your Honor, I met this guy maybe two months ago, three months ago. So this guy, he moves in and uh, never saw him, never talked to him. Uh, but I did, not more than three days before I started this curb stuff, I met him on the sidewalk in front of both our properties. He came down, I was there in my wheelchair, and then he told me some of his projects that he was doing. I told him the project that I was doing. He noticed that I was doing a fence on the lower portion. And I said, yes, I'm gonna continue that up on, on, on the side. And so, uh, it was only going to take like a half hour to do this thing. So when I went up there three days later, I don't think you're I getting the point. It. The point is, you admit that you dug a trench on his property, right? You're saying not he's a renter, property. so it doesn't matter. No, I said it's not his property. When you say it's not his property, you're saying because he's a renter? Or are you saying it's fully on your land? What is it you're saying? Uh, well, the part it's on that his I'm land. On is on my land. Look, this here. My property goes three to four feet on his side. Were you, you or right were you or were you not on his side of his property that he rents? The property that he rents. Don't quibble with me. I'm trying to understand. Yes. Right. Sure. Of course you were. So you were definitely on the property that he rents. Now, let me ask you, Mr. Gandara, have you two had some kind of problems no, Your Honor, and I'm glad you gave me a, a moment to address 
the multiple lies the defendant has just told you. He tries to insinuate that he's lived there for 30 years. His mother and aunt live there. He was recently re released from prison about six months ago and arrived here. He's been nothing but a headache. He's a nuisance. He, uh, you know, urinates in front of their house. We've w deliberately looked the other way and not said anything because we want to, you know, keep things peaceful. He curses all day to, at his workers when he's working out there. We haven't said anything until he came into the yard. He further states to you, Your Honor, that somehow the property on my side of the fence is actually his, but he erected a fence three feet closer to his property. It doesn't make sense. Well, I, don't, I, think he, I think he admits that he was on your property. Now, you had said something about having permission from the owners. Tell me what you're referring to. I have permission from the portfolio director of, of the, that major conglomerate. You'll see it's an email to me. It's giving me full permission to do the work as long as it's at my expense. Anytime we improve property, yeah, where is I'm it? Wait, I'm sorry. I want to see where they say that you have permission to go on your neighbor's yard. That's the part I'm looking for. It's right there, right in front of you. Where? You have permission to pour a border yep. fence curb to hold back the dirt that is exposing the fence footings at your own expense. How long will this take so we can inform our residents? The idea that you would be on someone else's property without their consent, you seem to think that when you're a renter, you have absolutely no rights. You are paying good money to rent every portion of that house. And for you to say that you could just go on there and tough for little Napoleon, little John, because he doesn't own and I own and uh, I, I, I can just have my workers out there. What planet are you living in? You're a contractor. You know you can't just go into people's property without their permission. I it's ridiculous. That's why I got permission, ma'am, from the owner. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. What kind of human are you? Why don't you knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm doing. Is it all right? Because if you'd done that, you know where you would be today? Hawaii, not here. You wouldn't be here, okay? I talked if to you him had had the simple man. courtesy. Talked to him three days prior. You just said nothing about, I'm going to have workers crawling on your yard. You think that's the same thing? Right. It's absolutely not the same thing. So what's, what ended up happening with the actual project? That's what I want to know. Your Honor, I had them, to, I had them immediately uh, stop whatever they were doing. I told him, I, I addressed the defendant, said he had no authorization to come onto the property. So, as a matter of fact, what he just rep represented to you, he got that authorization after the incident. He went to go cover his tracks. And, What's the uh, day that he came onto no the property? Offers, the 27th of July. And your letter's dated September 8th? Where's your authorization right. before the 27th of July, Mr. Tynan? Verbal. I have it on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Ma'am, if you, you know, I've, I've worked on this property before with your honor. With their maintenance your department. Honor. Mr. Tynan, this is so simple. It's so simple. It's like we are not savages. OK, there are rules and common courtesy. You don't send your workers to dig a 26 foot trench on someone else's property <laughs> without their consent. And you don't have their consent because he's saying he didn't give you consent. And your answer isn't, yes, he did, 
your answer is, ah, I told him I was working on fences and ah, I got it from the owner when you didn't have it from the owner. You got it in September. But it doesn't matter. The renter is the person you have to get consent from. You might have to get it from the owner also, but you definitely have to get it from him. You can't just act like you own the place. You don't. What is it that's happening now, though? What is a trench still there? What's going on? Yes, yes, Your Honor. This trench is still there. I didn't want to do anything until I had this date with the court. Uh, you know, I, it, as you said, uh, as you've said many times, masa de diablo por viejo que por diablo, and I didn't want to get my hands dirty in something that he might be setting me up. The devil knows more from being old than from being old. the devil. Yeah. That's what I tell my That's kids right, all the time. But honestly, Mr. Tynan, this isn't. This is pretty basic. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's like really basic manners, you know, and law. Five hundred dollars yeah. verdict Your Honor, for the plaintiff. Thank you. So the judge finds for the plaintiff. He is going to get the five hundred dollars now, Mr. Tynan. You acted like you wanted to say something to the judge right at the end of the court case. Did you want to say something? And if so, what was it? Well, she. She didn't want to look at any of the exhibits that show that that is our property, that the fence is on. So since she just wants to deal it off, well, that's her problem. Now, why did you tell the judge you'd lived there for 30 years when apparently you've only been there for six months? I mean, that was kind of no, a little no, lie, I, wasn't it? He's been there three years. He has no idea. I, was, I, I, I got back two years ago from, uh, from federal prison for white-collar crime. And uh, prior to that, uh, which I was only out for five years, I, I was here. <laughs> and, and I live in Thailand right. and California. So uh, Listen, he has no clue. The bottom line, sir, is common decency. You could have gone over and talked to him. Why didn't you do that? That's what the judge really was trying to get across to you. You didn't do that. Uh, well, I was trying to explain to her that three days prior to that, we were sitting in the damn alley, I mean, in the driveway there for, for close to... Uh, a half hour talking about his projects and my projects. It is what it is. All right. Well, look, it looks like you got a little feud going here between the two of you. Anyway, you owe him the $500. That has to be paid. Uh, Mr. Gandara, let me deal. ask you, uh, obviously you're satisfied. Let me ask you, uh, what do you think this is going to do to the relationship with your neighbor? Well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, Doug. You know, with, with scoundrels, you have to deal with them with the law. That's all they understand. You know, he still lives at home with mommy, so... Uh, you know, he's been probably enabled for many years with his bad behavior. And the only way you deal with uh, a mama's boys is, is through the law. And that's exactly what I did. Thank you very much, sir. And that'll wrap it up for the case. Let's, uh, let's listen to the judges now in another session of After the Verdict. Right from Jump Street here, you had the defendant sniping at the plaintiff, the first words out of his mouth, trying to belittle him or make fun of him. And it didn't escape your notice. No, I, that, I don't think that's ever good form for pro, someone Pro who tip goes for to, litigants, okay? Yeah, not a good idea. Judges hate that. Yeah. They hate it. They don't hate come it, out of the box, it. rude. And, and, they, and they, very, they might hold it against you, so don't go doing that. But it's actually, it was so consistent with the way he behaves in his life. Right. These guys might be better off with maybe like a, a brick fence or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> About 10 feet high, maybe things will smooth out then a little bit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of unbelievable. Right. Um, but man, it's just so simple. Even All you have to do is be polite and, exactly. and use common sense. And they couldn't do that even in the hallway. They're still sniping. No, I, I know. I know. Good God. <laughs> okay, so uh, Julie wants to know this. Hey, Harvey. 
Uh, what can people do right now if they can't afford their rent due to the pandemic? Are they protected? Here's the situation. There are cities and states that have laws that create moratoriums where people are excused if they fall behind in rent. But if you don't have such a law in your city or state, the reality is it's not a defense because you don't have money. This is cruel, but it's the law. And that will do it for this case. The litigants are inside the courtroom for the next. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. These are the plaintiffs, Porter and Lena Denson. Porter says he and his wife rented a room in the defendant's house. And let's just say things didn't work out so well. Rena and the defendant's wife got into an altercation. They moved out and now the defendants won't return the $650 in rent and security they paid. That's why they're suing. These are the defendants, Rosemary and Frank Solomon. Rosemary says she's the minister of her church. And the plaintiffs are members, and they rented them a room in their house. The night they moved in, it soon became evident they fought like cats and dogs. And that wasn't going to fly in their home. Porter also drank juice right out of the carton. And that's simply disgusting. Owe them a refund? No way. They're accused of bad landlording. The defendants have filed a countersuit for $5,000 for defamation because they spread lies to the church community, which she will donate to charity if she wins. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiffs say they rented a room in the defendant's house and they were treated horribly. But the defendants claim that they drank juice out of the bottle and then put it back in the fridge. Yuck. It's the case of let's get ready to rumble. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. <clears throat> Mr. and Mrs. Denson, uh, you were in need of renting a room, and Mr. and Mrs. Solomon uh, rented you that room, correct? No, no, ma'am. Incorrect. We were living in the uh, extended stay, paying $700 a week, and Mrs. Uh, Solomon spoke to my wife and told her that's a lot of money, and they can come we can come and stay with her. We didn't even ask to stay with her. We wouldn't have needed for anything. All right, um, so you rented a room in the defendant's home, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and what was yes, the sir. agreement? The agreement was to pay uh, $725 a month. So the agreement was $725 a month, and did you pay a security deposit? Yes, we yes, did. Yes, we did. 
how much? Initially, the agreement, Your Honor, was for 700. After Mrs. Solomon spoke with her husband, it was asked also of us to pay $300 as a security. So the answer is 300, $300 security deposit. So you pay the 725 and you pay the 300 and you move in and how does it go? I move in, Your Honor, from March through May. Uh, the defendant, Miss um, Rosemary Solomon and her husband, uh, attend the same church as I do. My husband is not a member of that church. I am a minister also, and um, Mrs. Solomon um, invited me because I had shared with her what we had gone through because she and I were friends. She's someone who I respected highly and loved, not loved. So she said to me in a conversation, she said, I would like for you to move in here because you are paying too much to stay in an extended home extended stay. And I said, oh my God, thank you. And she can recall, I cried on the phone at her generosity and her opening her heart to me and her home to say, come stay with me. And Especially we at the, at, as soon as COVID started, right? Just before COVID, just before COVID. Yeah. All right. So now, so what went wrong? Well, I believe your honor, as I speak for myself, that my husband and her husband never actually saw eye to eye. Her husband, I do not believe, wanted us to move in there in the first place. At the initial meeting, Your Honor, her husband said, this is not going to work. And I did not say anything because Rosemary Solomon is my friend and she wanted me to move in there. So I allowed her husband to speak because he is her husband. So then... Okay, let's put a pause in this, just one second, because you're talking, yes, Rosemary's nodding, so I want to talk to the men and find out what the problem was. Mr. Denson, what was the problem? Because I have to get to the bottom of whether you're entitled to any money back. What was the problem? Go ahead. I can tell you what the problem is. a difference in uh, culture, and it's a different where people believe their beliefs. I was never... never Be more never specific. Culture. I will. I take care of my wife. My wife had never bought a house in her name. Uh, 37 years we've been married, I take care of everything. I, my wife don't buy me cars, I buy her cars. At everything, everything in our home, I have took care of my wife for 37 years. She, I don't live in her house. Where we, where Mr. Denson, I, I'm not sure how that explains why you guys ended up not being... So get to the point, because women can buy cars and houses. So I'm not impressed. I just need I'm, you to get to the point of why it is I'm, I'm that you guys didn't get along. I'm okay. to the point, because he lived in his wife's house. She does all the financial situation. And he That's none of your business, but it's none of your business, I, I, Mr. Jensen. Okay, Mr. Solomon, you tell me, what was the problem with, that people didn't get along? What was the issue, Mr. Solomon? Okay, first issue is, the first when they came in to move into the house, for the security deposit, they did not have the money. And so what we did do, they paid the, they paid the rent part, but, but the check wasn't good. So he told me to wait till that Friday before I can cash the check. So that started off wrong. That's why I say it's not gonna work out. Yeah, okay. And so they, so you agreed to let them pay half of the security deposit? Correct. But what happened is I did not give them a key to the house until the security deposit was paid in full. That's why I gave them a key. And I think that was starting an attitude with, his, with her husband because I said, y'all can move in, but you're not gonna get a key till we get all our money. And that, was, I mean, that probably started the issue with them. All right, and so how long did they live there? Um, it was about two to three months. They came in March and left in left in May. And how did they? How did you all get along? 
Well, for the most part, he seemed like he he seemed like he had an attitude, and he didn't realize we were doing them a favor. But like I said, it was after COVID. COVID kind of started like a couple of weeks after they they came here. But he he's he just a nasty old man. This man, he was going to the refrigerator, taking stuff out of the refrigerator, drinking it, putting it back in there. And I told us to do it. COVID going on. Don't be doing nothing like that. I mean, that's just common sense. But he's like he's a Neanderthal man or something. Mr. Jensen, he's he's now described to me what problems he had with you. Can you tell me what problems you had with him? Your Honor, I wasn't being facetious when I said what I did. I know it's not my business. It's a culture of what person being jealous of another. What was okay? I, oh, you think he's problem. jealous of you? And, yes, yes Okay. And what happened is okay. not that we didn't have the money. That's a lie. We didn't tell him we didn't have the money. My, I, I don't want to get into details. But someone fraudulently... Uh, details is what I specialize in. So at any okay. point, who someone decides that this has to end? It's a month-to-month -month tenancy. Who decides that it's going to end? Do you leave or do they tell you to leave? Which is it, Mr. Denson? We, we, we left after my wife <clears> paid <throat> the rent for May. We left on May 5th. Uh, May May fifth or May sixth after because my wife had a conversation with uh, Mrs. Rose and they didn't have a they had a, a disagreement and I checked my wife into a hotel because I chose I not got, to return. She chose not to return until I got a condo. I got a condo uh, Mother's Day. I moved my wife into a condo Mother's Day. So I was going to try okay. to stay. So you move out in in May. Uh, how does it work? It's May fifth and that's when you decide to leave. And, and what happens? Go ahead, Ms. Denson. You may speak. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. What happened was I was at work and Mrs. Solomon called me. She believed, and she can attest to this, that I had said to her she couldn't go into her bathroom. I think she was offended. And my friend called me at work. I could not respond. And I told her that. And she says, wait a minute, you're going to hear me. And I says, no, 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 I can't. I'm being summoned at work and I can't. I said, but you're mistaken. She said, this is my house. I can use any bathroom I want. I said, of course, I have a college degree. I'm an educator. You're my friend. This is your house. If you have to go to the bathroom, I wouldn't expect you to go upstairs. You can, of course, use this bathroom because I'm a very clean woman. And even when Mr. Solomon called my husband a Neanderthal, no, it was his juice, Your Honor. And she told me she didn't like it. She came to me about it. And I went to my husband and said, don't drink out of it because she does not want. He's not a Neanderthal for drinking out of something that's his. And we don't have to be rude and use this. We're Christians. We should not even be before this host. Rosemary Solomon is my okay. friend. Mrs. Solomon, and I haven't I heard from well. you. Let me hear from you what you think the problem was. Do you also think it was the men or you think it was just everybody and it no. was a bad situation? Um, first, first of all, you and I want to thank you so much for being in this. Never have I been so in my life. But being here, I'm very hurt, disappointed. Me and Miss Denson, we get along great. Miss Denson and I, we talk, we pray. I pulled Miss Denson from a place she was. Mr. Denson was a very jealous, controlling man. Mr. Denson would dis disrespect his wife in front of me. There was a time I said, Mr. Denson, this is a place in this era, we don't do that. You've been in my home. You never heard me arguing. What started? Mr. Denson was outside in the parking lot, cursing and yelling at his wife. I called, I called Rena. I said, Rena, your husband cannot do this in this neighborhood. We don't do that. Mr. Denson also see a picture of my grandbaby in the living room. He began to call me, ask me, who was that? She's sexy. Her leg is long. She's pretty. She's, I said, Mr. Denson, that's my grandbaby. 
My husband felt that Mr. Denzel was been getting off in a picture EC of my grandbaby. Several times Mr. Denzel called me. He said he wanted to be. All right, on. hold on. I got it. I got the flavor. Let me just ask a question. You say we don't have to return the security deposit and we don't have to return half of May because there are damages. Now let's talk about your damages. Oil oh spots that you talked about. These oil uh, spots, according to you, those were left by the by the plaintiff's car? Yes, you want it. And yes. That, yes, that was left by the plaintiff's car. He drive on the, the, the lawn, he so left it there. Broke the sprinkler system. He broke the sprinkler system. I'd like to see a picture of that broken sprinkler you talked about. I have the water not coming up. One thing about being in Florida, it rain every day. I haven't changed it yet. Plus, I, well, I live in Florida, and you don't need to live in Florida to know how sprinklers work. All I want is proof that there's a broken sprinkler. Do you have that? So you could go ahead and take the picture. If okay. you wait, you could go and take the picture. Yeah, you you're right. take a picture right now and bring it back Because I you. thought he, he sent it. Yeah, go bring it. right now. All right. And can go I ahead. finish talking? You want to be... Miss Denser, move up my... They move up my home on the 31st of May. On the third, if I send picture on the 31st, the 30th of May, there was stuff in the room. Second of all, in the contract, it said each party should give each other 15 days notice. You and I don't care about the deposit. It's the principal. I they didn't I didn't know they were moving. I called Miss Denser at work. I said, Where you been, girl? I ain't see you. She said, Well, we at my son or we at a hotel. I said, Well, what what you moved? Okay. This is a picture that you have where you've put some little guy with a jug or something. I don't know what you got going on there. This is how the room looked when? That was on the 31st of May, you wanna that they still have their stuff in the room. All their clothes was gone. I said you have two boxes with a jewel in a chair. I did not go in the room until May the 30th, 2020. Can I ask you a question? This picture that I'm looking at right now that says new Range Rover, his present to himself. When did you get a new Range Rover, Mr. Denson? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Ma'am, can I say this? The police was called. Can I ask you a question? You got a condo, you got a new Range Rover, and you filed this case as an indigent and didn't pay court costs. My hubby That's just fine. picked up this BMW Z4 adding to his fleet. You got a fleet and you're filing as an indigent? Well, ah. All right. Did you get that picture of that sprinkler? Let's see it. Oh, you brought the sprinkler out. Okay, so who ends up to getting, they get all their stuff out when? The 31st of May. Okay, so they, the pictures you took were before the 31st of May or is that what they left? On the 30th of May, I took those pictures, you wanna, that was the first time I went in the room. Okay, so did they take this stuff out on the 31st? The, I, me, she came, I, I call her, I say, um, Yes or no, I, I just want a yes or a no. Yes. Did they yes. take their stuff the out? All right, so then why are you withholding $100 for cleaning? For the room, Yo-Yo, my housekeeper, came over and she cleaned the room. We, we tore up the carpet because of the bathroom and everything. No, you need to listen to me. The only way you can keep $100 from a security deposit for cleaning is if you show me that you had to clean because of them. Not that you cleaned. I would have cleaned too. No, I said but it to you, you, you have to prove to it's me. You got to stop talking over me. 
Stop talking okay, over me. You have to prove to kid. me that they left it in a condition that required you to spend another $100. When I asked you about these pictures, you told me you took them on the 30th. If they left on the 31st and I asked you, did they take their stuff? And you said yes, show me pictures that show that they left something that would require it. Otherwise, Your no. Honor, could, could I um, finish what I was saying? On the, every when did you change a lock? No, I'm not interested. I want to know when you change the locks. When did you change the locks? I don't, I don't June the 1st. Show me a receipt for the lock changing. I ain't, I ain't got time. There you go, Your Honor. Who changed the lock? You did? Yes. Okay, I see that you changed the, that you bought a lock on the 31st. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Denson. Did you attempt to go back there to take uh, either a bicycle or whatever else was left behind? Removed, Your Honor, did you? Yes, removed out on the 10th. The police was called to Mr. Rose. I have the, I have the police report. They went to the Solomon's house on the 10th and they told Mr. Solomon she could not go in that room since she was not returning the, the monthly rent. We moved out of there on the 10th. The police recalled we have a police Can report. Can I see the police? Let me see the police report. You can't see it because can't it see it because items every of our items was our receipt. So you don't have a police report to show me? Because they Is that a yes or a no? Do you have a police report for me to look at? I can get the case. I, I can, can get, get the case in five you. minutes. I can call the police precinct and get the police report. You go ahead. You go call the precinct. Leave your wife here. That's great. You go try that. Let me ask you, Ms. Solomon, you have a, a lawsuit for $5,000 for defamation. What's that about? You know, I, I regret even coming in this case. First of all, I did that. Can you answer my question? I need, everybody needs to stop. Listen, you guys can go to church and talk to a, a pastor and do, mediate your friendship all you want. Right now, I just want to rule on this case. You have a lawsuit for $5,000 for defamation. Mr. Solomon, tell me what the cause of action is for defamation. Because he went to the church and told the pastors, different pastors about our situation at the house. He went and told a bunch of lies, pretty much. Okay, did you ever speak to the pastor? Yes, I spoke to Pastor Chansley. And what did the pastor say to you had happened? He told me that Mr. Porter came and told him that Mr. Solomon cursed him out. He said, he said to him, we know Deacon Solomon, he's always quiet. What happened? Why he have to be say something to you? Okay, so then where's the defamation? Then there's no hurt. There's no damage to you because nothing happened with that. Oh, oh Judge, can I say something as well? They yeah, did go not ahead. Give us, they did not give us 15 days notice they were leaving. Mother's Day is well, let me ask you a question. Did home. you give him... Stop a second. If we want to get technical, let's ask you. Did you send them a letter notifying them of your intent as a landlord to keep their security deposit? Because you're supposed to do yes. that in 15 days. Yes, ma'am. You oh, should, let have, me see you the should letter. have any record. Let me see the letter. I don't have you the letter have in records. evidence, so let me see the letter. Oh, Mr. Hull, you should have it in your file. I did send it to him. Hold still. It's a... Is that June? June 27. That's ridiculous. Did you ever get a letter? No, ma'am, I did not. Yeah. Okay. They got, they got it because that's when her husband started calling you some more nasty messages. Do you have proof they husband got it? Yeah. I have a certified copy right here, ma'am. Go up. Put your hand up. Okay. Camera. Yeah, I'm curious. Did you, uh, according to you, Ms. Denson, you never got that? Correct. They've got the proof of mailing. In any event, look, it doesn't matter because I don't want you folks to have any more co unnecessary contact on this issue anyway. So I'm going to resolve everything here 
And I want to hear from Mr. Denson. Were you able to get a police report? Yes, ma'am. The case number is W. No, I don't want a case number. Do you have a police report? No, that's I'm the not case doing litigants work for them. I need you to tell me, do you have a police oh. report to show me? Yes or no? Oh, to show. No, they don't have a police report, but they did it on the 12th okay. of May. No, that's May. just you. Okay, that's you talking. That's not giving me something from the police that says it happened on the 12th of May. But was there a police action in the middle of May at your house, yes, Mr. Yes. Solomon? Yes, he called the police. And what happened? In the, and this was in the middle of May? Yeah. And what did he call the police about? Because I called the police on him for harassment. You called the police on him for harassment? Yes, ma'am, because I was tired of his phone call. So he called him and me. All right. Can you prove, but he was you have said, no, stop talking, I'm talking now. Mr. Denson, I, can you prove that they changed the locks before May? Because he's got a receipt for a lock on May 31st. So I just need some proof that he changed the lock before May 31st, because that's your premise on why you should get well, rent back. Well, the, the, the Winter Park police said when they went out to Mr. Solomon and Dr. Rose and spoke to them, they told them that they could not go in the room. He did not, he okay. did an incident You report. can repeat yourself a hundred times, but in court we deal with proof. So I would have to see proof and I'm not seeing proof. So you are not gonna get your May rent refunded. There is a $300 security deposit. You have proven to me the oil issue and you have proven to me the sprinkler issue. I'm allowing you to keep for the removal of the oil and for the sprinkler, a total of $100. As for the rest of the security deposit, I'm ordering you to return $200. I am not ordering you to return May because you are right. You don't get to pay May, leave, and then say, oh, and I'm leaving and I want back what I, what I paid in May. I do not find that the locks were changed. I don't find there's sufficient proof that locks were changed in May because I see a receipt for a lock change after May and they had left. And according to Ms. Denson in no uncertain terms, she had said, I chose to leave, I chose to leave, I chose to leave. So I'm not ordering that. So it's $200 verdict for the plaintiffs. And as for your counterclaim on defamation, no, you haven't been able to prove that. On the, the sprinkler and the oil, I've already handled it. On the changing of the locks, I think you would have done that anyway after they left. So that's my verdict. You get to keep $100 of the security deposit. The other 200 you have to return to the Densons. Goodbye, folks. Thank you, Your Honor. I don't have a little... nothing. So the judge has made her decision now. The plaintiffs do get something back, not what they were seeking. And, of course, the defendants get very little. They didn't get any of the $5,000 they were asking for. Let's find out how they feel about it. Uh, Ms. Solomon, Mr. Solomon, what, are you, what is your opinion right now of what the judge just decided? It's okay. I, I, um, I didn't want to be here, but I'll come because I want to show Mr. Denser he cannot go around and sue good people, and I'm a good people, but I leave him to time. I'm good. I'm not worried about it. The $5,000, I know I wouldn't get it, but I, if I did, I want to donate to domestic violence because he's a, he's a man that think he could control women and rude, obnoxious, and I wish him all the best. I thought Ms. Dense and I could talk, but I would never have nothing more to do with her. And good luck to y'all, and I'll see you on the other side. All right, Ms. Denson, let me ask you how you feel about the outcome of the case. You're only going to get 200 bucks back. I, what do you can think? Can I talk? What do you, you want to say, Mr. Denison? What? That Mr. Solomon is a liar, and her husband is a person 
that sits under her. So he's not a man. So she rules him. So when she see a strong man, I'm an American. I didn't come from another country. I was born American. And I'm a strong man. I take care of my family. He lives off of his wife. So she likes a weak man. So when she see a strong man, she doesn't like that. I'm sorry that she have to live like that because she pays his way. I pay my wife's way. That's the difference. Have a great day. All man. right. Well, listen, thank you very much. That'll wrap up the case. There's a lot to this feud. Let's see what the judges have to say about it here. Now, another session of After the Verdict. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Marilyn, uh, you are probably not of the same mold as the Ozzie and Harriet, father knows best, strong man in the household yeah, what do you, uh, yeah. situation. You kind of break that mold a little bit, and I think most of America I think that mold ha- went out with the Ozzie yeah. and Harriet. Right. Um, and, yeah. and the funny part is that the, the, the plaintiff just kind of thought it was okay to keep pounding right. on that when his judge is a woman. Right. Like, I don't think he's getting. I don't think he's he's joined this the no. the decade we're it's in. It's so funny, and I, and obviously I knew I was going to get a strong woman when I met you because <laughs> my good friend from the U.S. Attorney's Office kind of gave me a heads up when yeah. I was dating you. Right? That's right. He That's warned you. Said. She's a tough woman. Wait, exactly little he did said. he know that you came from a long line of tough women. That's right. That's of course <laughs> utterly ridiculous that he keep pounding uh, on that. Of course, and yeah. you know, looking back at some of the facts of the case. The idea that the plaintiffs are saying, hey, we were locked out in early May or mid-May or something, and then the defendants produce the receipt for the lock, and it's May 31, that kind of puts the lie to the idea that they excluded us from the house by locking that us early. out right. earlier yeah. on, right? Yeah. Okay, I love this question. It is from Bob, and he says, Harvey, I was thinking of buying a car and took it to a mechanic to check it out, and he charged me 75 bucks. He said the car had a million problems, so I didn't buy it. But the mechanic turned around and he bought it. Can I get my 75 bucks back? Uh, well, Bob, <laughs> here's the deal about that. Uh, you, um, you cannot get your 75 bucks back just because the mechanic wants it. Because remember, the mechanic may have the ability to fix a million problems. However, if he lied to you and he said it had a million problems and it didn't so he could buy it, then you got a case. We'll see you next time. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.